Welcome back to the Novelty Podcast. I'm Mar. And I'm Sadie. And this is the podcast where we read the books and spill the tea, but not today. Not today, because we're doing another EBTV, ladies and gents. And if you guys don't know what that is, Everything click off this the- podcast, because you should know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you a true fan by this point, if you don't know our jingle? Uh, yeah, if you don't know the jingle, it's you're, it's done for you. You guys can go bye-bye. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's honestly, it's just a little suggestion series called Everything But The Book, where we basically read everything about this book except the book itself. Yes. So this week is a really, really good one. I loved learning about this book. I'm I thought excited. it was really good. But before we get into that, we got some we got some catching up to do, okay? We got some <laughs> chat to do. You sent me a text today, and you go, Sadie, something happened today. <laughs> Something happened to me today, and I need to tell you about it. And I want to hear about it. Okay. We didn't chat early about it, so I need to know right now. Basically, it's not that, it's not like. No, I'm. It has to do with DoorDash. Oh. (laughs) Tell me why all my experiences with DoorDash have been negative. Uh, And honestly. Negative. Recently, I'm like, I need to stop using this app. But um, basically, I, I was ordering my son food on there, right? Because Hunter's at school. I didn't go grocery shopping. Who cares? I'm ordering food. Tell me why. <clears throat> it's taking like an hour for this guy to, but we got Chipotle, so it's like right down our yeah. road. Yeah. Taking like an hour to get there. And so like, I'm getting on the maps and I see that this guy is just sitting, not moving. No, no, no. On my streets. No. For an hour. And what? so I'm like, Texting this was, I'm like, um, are you lost? Like, are you okay? Trying to give them the benefit you're of the doubt. You're like looking out your blinds. Yeah, I'm like, like, I'm like do you need, you need help? And they're like, honestly, like, yeah, I am like a little bit lost. And I was just like, well, I'm looking at the maps and you just, you just need to turn around, bud. Like, I'm right there. Like, I'm right there. Like, you just need to turn around. And then they're like, well, there's a problem with your delivery, so I don't think I can deliver it. And I, right off the bat, I was like, no, <gasps> this person is trying to steal my food. Yeah. Trying to steal my food. So I'm sitting there. Ah, I'm it. calling him. <gasps> I'm leaving voicemails. But the worst part is y'all already know I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended to be someone. I'm Stop. <laughs> what do you mean? So number one, I'm fed up because I'm like, Bro, you're right. I was like texting. I was like, "You are literally trying to steal my food." Like, I don't, I don't know what do you're you trying say to that do. To him? Yes, I'm not stupid. He's sitting there for an hour, He's literally eating on your food, eating on my food <laughs> while texting me, being like, "Yeah, bro, He's like, like this kid size quesadilla is delicious." Oh, I know, and that's exactly what I got too. So I literally was just like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I was like, I was like calling him," and I was just like, "Listen, I don't know if you know who I am." <laughs> I actually work for DoorDash. No, you didn't. <laughs> I said, I can see your name, your contacts, where you live. <laughs> and I said, I, I said, I will report you to the police. To the police. For stealing. Mara, this is a quesadilla. And also, mind you, you do not know if he stole it. Well, first of all, let me just say this. <laughs> she said, let me back it up. I bought more than just the quesadilla, but the main part that was making me mad was like Malachi's food. Sure, but, of course. So I had spent $50. Oh, that's a significant amount. A significant amount of money for this that's man like to be chewing on my grocery budget for the week. Yeah, I got me something, Hunter something, Malachi that's, something. Okay, yeah. all right, you can be heated. We, I was hit. It was not like just 20, one little quesadilla. $20, I'm like, that's no. still annoying. 50 It was 50 
Don't, so Honestly, just, I would have run that car down. I would literally just I run it after. I went outside. <laughs> I went outside looking for this car. And I was like, I see you. I'm like texting them. I was like, I see you. I literally see you. And um, then I called the police. You <laughs> did not. Mar, all of this is speculation at this point. Oh. I feel like this is a confessional. Okay, like, you know, in Catholic like, booths. Nah, nah, like, nah, I, I feel like this is wrong. I'm the honest You impersonated person. a different person and called the oh. police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. I said, my, I said my name, though. I said, I'm all a lot of you. I work for DoorDash. I said, I will have you removed from this app. <laughs> and you will not be able to work anywhere. But tell me why every time I sent a voicemail, not threatening. I was just saying I'm going to call the police because you're stealing my stuff. What did he say? What was going on? Was he it- just said, he said, well, I spilled your food, so it's unable to be delivered. And I Wait, said- what the crap? I know. I was like, start, no, you're stealing. I was like, okay, I literally said, okay, prove it. I'm not going to be mad if you spilled my food. That is an accident. You can bring it's it to the all door. Is this over text or all over- are you calling each other? No, we're texting. This is insane. And I'm leaving voicemails and they keep declining my call. So I have to- Yeah, because you voicemail. literally were like- like, try to come well, for him. At first, at first, I literally was like, hey, like, it's okay. <gasps> like, can you just come deliver my food? It's fine. I just want to make sure that you're telling the truth. That's all I said. Well, also, how does that work if they literally spilled your food? Is you it still seriously- have to deliver it. You well, still yeah, because then it. I'm literally like, well, you still spent the money. You so you, you need to deliver it. Yeah. And what happens is I would just make a complaint through the app. Yeah. They would refund me. Her. That's all it is. And she knows that because she works for Oh, my God. That's why I was getting so irritated from this. Anyways, I called the police. <laughs> And this makes me so angry, y'all. I'm calling the police, and I was just like, well, the bi- okay, I am a psycho, but the main reason why I was calling was it was bothering me that he was just sitting down there and had my address and just, like, wasn't moving. I think that is a little strange. I'm like, just keep driving. Just, like, or like, like, just, just go just, away. Just stay at the Chipotle. I yeah, don't know. Like, or just, like, don't deliver it. Cancel out of the app. You can cancel it and go home. Yeah. Like, but this bothered me. He was just sitting there. And I was like, I can see you sitting there. I was like, you need to either go home All right. what or happened? drop off the food. Tell me what happened. I called the police. What happened after that? They didn't give one crap. Which, yeah. like, they probably said... Well, no, this, this, this is too okay. <laughs> this is two five three. We have other things. We are go. like, no, it irritates me. Well, first of all, the second they said, they said, What are you reporting? And I said, just so you know, this is not that big of an emergency. And they said, oh, Okay, great. She said, I'm a silver work queen, but they also- immediately dispatched me to somebody else because like they got more important things to do sure, on that line. Yeah. So I was That is wild, Mar. <laughs> okay, so how did it end? That's the end? That's the end. They did not give what well they the woman yelled at me. <laughs> yelled at she's like Ma'am, it's a public street. I said, do you not have kids? Is it not bothering you that this man is sitting at my street looking at my house, knowing that that was my kid's meal, and he's just sitting? She goes, how do you not know that he doesn't live there, ma'am? And I was like, because I have been living on this street, and this man has never pulled up this man does not live here she goes she goes yeah like i can't really do anything about him stealing your food and i was like wow america doesn't care about stealing anymore and then i hung up i mean what would she do? you said that to her yes i said that to her you're telling me anybody can just get away with stealing now if they get away with stealing they get away with murder i feel like that's like a big extrapolation between it's the quesadilla and murder it just but- takes a little bit <laughs> oh my gosh and i literally just texted the man i said listen just please cancel my order and just get away from my house. Like, I don't understand why you're sitting outside my house. I think probably because he hour. literally realized he could mess with you and you were literally getting so heated. He's like, this is crazy. He's like, this is fun. Well, for he doesn't my know day. who he's messing. He's I, going- I can tell you something else, but I'm not going to. <laughs> it's 
Somebody else you did? Yeah, I'm not. Honestly, I am absolutely shocked that Anyways, your day, I was just, I was your day like, involved calling the police. That's what I'm shocked over by. Over DoorDash. I was like, yeah. give me my 50 bucks back. But you know what? I'm going to shout out DoorDash, though. Because then after that, I just went on customer support. And they took care of it. Like, no problem. And they just refunded it and yeah, gave me an extra dollars Because it's food. Well, it's not, that's not the problem that was bothering me. I was getting irritated because he was lying to me. I'm watching Sadie. When I say I can see him, I'm looking right at him for an hour. Well, then, for an hour. I would love for this to be a reflection moment. Why were you staring at that guy for an hour? Because he's lying to me, saying he's not there, and I'm like, I can see you. It was just bought. Like, that is a wild day. Would that for not you. bother you if you're like, why are you just? Sitting I think there? it definitely would have been strange. I don't know if I would have like taken it there but i love that for you i mean that is your personality you will like not let it rest no we, we he stole my flipping he stole 50 bucks bro some people but you a made lot of 20 money. today so there you go there you go girl there you go honestly thank you Anyways, for sharing yeah, that's what happened <laughs> doordash i'm no longer that's wild honestly i was hoping one day doordash would be a sponsor of this podcast but never mind well, um, they can't be because they think it's a solution yeah how easy would that have been for just you to literally been like but i wasn't able to do customer support until he canceled the order oh so i told the police oh mark it's like i can't report it to them oh <laughs> mariah anyways i'm sorry that happened to you <coughs> that's a wild day for you yeah, it's whatever. That was your run-in with and the police. Yeah, that was my run-in with the police, yeah. Wow. My updates are not as interesting <laughs> <laughs> at all. I literally was like, oh, I have, I wrote down things to talk about too. Nope, not as cool. Um, first one, I won my fantasy football league. Yes. I think that that's noteworthy because honestly, I was in the league last minute like as a backup person, like they, they did not invite me into this league. Okay. I, I pushed myself into this league. I literally was like making jokes about the misogyny and about men and oh. literally that's the, like that, that's Joel's trigger. Like to just say anything in an overarching category about men is his absolute trigger. And so I literally was like, why don't you think girls would want to be in this league? Is it just a boy thing? And he oh. literally was like, no, I mean, but we do need more numbers. I was like, I would do it. I like watching all the games with you. So I won the league, and I felt very accomplished about that. And the moolah you got? I got zero. Honestly, sucks so hard because I literally was like, we should police. have— we, What? I said, bet you call the police. Literally, <laughs> I will not be calling the cops over anything less than— I don't know. I don't even know what I would call the police for, to be honest. Thankfully, I've never—I don't think I've ever had to do that. Maybe once. But anyway, um, also, do you know who Jason Kelsey is? Oh. Travis Kelsey. Do you know Travis yes, Kelsey? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jason Kelsey is his brother. Okay. And basically, he they, they do a podcast together. And literally, <laughs> <laughs> they do a podcast together. But basically, they the Eagles, Jason Kelsey plays for the Eagles. The Eagles, unfortunately, lost. They <laughs> lost in like a very big upset game. It was like so crazy that they lost to the Buccaneers. It was extremely not expected. Jason Kelsey was like almost teary-eyed after the game. I think he's retiring. I think it's really? his last game. Because he literally kept talking about like before the season started, like on this podcast that mm-hmm. they do together, he's like, I don't know. Like, we'll just see where it goes. And afterwards he was standing there and he's like this teddy bear big guy. And he's just like, his eyes are like all Aww. red. I literally was like, I think he's retiring. Or is it because he just lost the game? No, I think oh. it, I think that would have been extreme. But I was also, you saw that, did you see Taylor Swift went to the game again? He went. She went to Travis Kelsey's game again. 
No, I didn't. It know. was literally like sub twenty, like low, low temperatures. And, she's still and she up. like showed up. Do you think these two get married? I was gonna ask you that. <laughs> Do we think they're getting married? Yeah, probably. I feel like they would at least get engaged. They have. They got so much money from this at this point. It's like. I don't think either make of them needed entree. money, though. They didn't, but it's... Well, he is well, like... he might have. No, he was on every commercial ever after he won the Super Bowl. Like, he was in everything. I don't really ever heard of him after he started dating Taylor. You are but the... But I'm also not You are the they put him on the map person. Like, you are they put him on the map. <laughs> they put him on the map. <laughs> every no. guy ever is like, shut up. He's the best target. Yeah, true, true. Literally, I would always make those jokes with Joel. I was like, Joel, the tightest end in the NFL is dating Taylor Swift. He's like, please stop. <laughs> I hate that. I think it would be cute if they got married though, because they seem to like genuinely just be like having fun. I think they I think they really like each other. And I feel like she's like dorky in very sweet ways. And he's like this literal football star. And she also is a star, but like I think she has this like Absolutely. like complex of like, I don't know. She just is like kind of dorky sometimes to me. Yeah, and is. so I feel like she's like starry-eyed over this like sick something football boy. And I think they're going to get married. I think so. They're getting married. They're actually already engaged. Oh, okay. Um, I also want to talk current hobbies because I have gotten into knitting. I never knit before this. You told me you got into crochet. Yes. I'm a crocheting woman. Guys, we're literally going back in time. We're getting all of our like new hobbies out. And we're literally like with our needles. Like, the, uh, I was knit is in, harder though. Oh, I was. That's why I've only ever crocheted in my whole life. Yeah. I was always intimidated by two needles for some reason. It freaked me out. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I almost have finished a scarf. See, there you go. Is it easier than you thought it would be? It is. Actually, It the first time, though, I'm like a perfectionist. And so I literally would get like this far in the scarf. And, and I'd rip, rip it, it out. out. Then I'd go again. And I'm like, oh, I made a mess. And then ripped it out. And then literally it took me like a couple tries to be like, I should probably just look up how to fix the single stitch. Oh, instead of doing like the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one of my new hobbies. Um, And I'm loving it. I got some stuff to make, test little mittens. That's so cute because, okay, so I have a crocheting basket and stuff and I'm collecting cute. like all like the crocheting hook needles of different sizes you can mm-hmm. have. And one of my goals for 2024 is by Christmas, I'm giving everyone a gift that's crocheted. Cute. Everyone, everyone. in the world. Wow. That's so nice. <laughs> I am Santa Claus. <laughs> She literally, every kid's like, oh, I want a, I want a truck this year. And they open up its little crochet truck. They're like, what the? It's like, it's like, remember that trend where people were like wrapping gifts, um, but not what you would think they were. So oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like a little gift card, but then it's wrapped like, like a, a broom or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> that is so Have you ever done that kind of stuff? No, it seems too complex for me. It seems like it would take a lot of time. Honestly, and Joel is the absolute worst. He wants to gift the second it has arrived. It's like in oh, the box. And he literally like, I want it. And I'm like. No, it's Christmas. Oh, I'm like, not like, I want to I wanna give it. Oh. I always no, I will literally make him wait. all of Hunter's gifts <gasps> for Christmas. Every Ooh. single year. I'm like, if I got you something, would Reverse you like Grinch. it? Wow. It's so much fun. That's cute. But then there's nothing to open under the tree. Well, I always get something else and I just surprise. Oh, that's cute. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Last thing I wanted to say before we get into this episode, which guys, we, we will get into the episode, but... Y'all said you want us to talk, so we're going to talk. You said you want our plus, we're going to go our plus. If this isn't the content you wanted, I'm so sorry. This is the content you are getting hey, now. Um, no, have you heard of the Dolly Parton Imagination Library? No. It is so cute. So I just learned about it, and I want to share on the podcast because I'm sure that there are maybe other parents or people that you would find this useful. Basically, Dolly Parton has a foundation. It's called the Imagination Library. And you can literally go on and sign up if your kid is under the age of five and they have one in your area. You literally just register your kid and they send you a book every month. So a new oh, book, cute. literally free charge, so sweet. And because books are, like kids' books are expensive. Like they kind of add up. 
but I thought that was so cute. So I literally went on and checked and they have one in our area. So oh, literally goodness. you just register your kid and then they literally will send you like age appropriate books for your kid. I think up until they're five. So like Wait, literally. for free? Yes, for free. <gasps> wow. So you guys, um, if wherever you are, just literally Google Dolly Parton Imagination Library. That's really cool. Register your kid. And I yeah, they'll that. literally send you books. I thought that's so cute. because That's what you do with your money when you were a billionaire. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> if I literally made that kind of, if I had that kind of money, that is like the legacy I would absolutely love to leave yeah. is like giving kids free books, like Aww. letting them have that side of their imagination. Like I just loved my gourmet libraries. Oh my gosh. Gourmet. What do you mean? Like cooked? Yeah, sure. Cooked? You could have bakeries in there and like, but you're starting them. True. Um, I always thought this is what Dolly Parton should do. You know, like when you were driving around and you can like find those books, like free books out, like in like oh, little yeah, boxes. I love there's so many near me. They're, I think they're so cute, but the books are always trash. Oh, and you so know I was what? like, she should, Put those up for free, but they're like good books, yes. like brand new good yes. books. Like that would be so cool. Guess what I put in one of those? The Bible. The beach read. <laughs> <laughs> you know I where? Uh in my neighborhood, like Oh, maybe not. Wait, leave that out. I don't want people knowing oh, where I live. I was near a church. And they had one out there, and the beach read was in there. <gasps> wow. And I thought of you, but that was no, like No, honestly, ago. you guys, that's a callback to one of our earlier episodes. Literally, the book so of my book, nightmare. You just put it in there? I hate it. Oh, yeah. I literally bought it and read it because <laughs> everyone was like, the beach read is the best book ever. And then I literally read it. I was like, this is trash. I hate that I spent my money on this. I literally just walked down the street. Oh, I literally walked like, the street like, <laughs> I literally was like, I hate this. So bad. That's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, those are some of my updates. I am literally enjoying the playoff season so much. Honestly, it is a big, sorry, back to NFL. NFL time. Uh, literally, I am obsessed with the playoffs because all these teams are winning that should not be winning. Like Green Bay. Hunter's in love. He loves the Green Bay Packers. He's, a, oh. he's so happy right so now. So he's probably literally happy because, um, what's it, love the quarterback. He was- Aaron Rodgers? No, no, no. Aaron Rodgers <coughs> literally played for like one play at the start of the year and got an injury. It was out. Oh, so then their yes. backup quarter, I can't, what's his freaking first name? But his last name is Love. And he basically took them all the way down to the playoffs. They freaking beat the Patriots, which is absolutely an upset. Like that is the most shocking thing ever. So I literally am like, it's an underdog season. And the Buccaneers, who the frick are those? Like, I, who, I didn't even know that team existed. They beat the Eagles, which the Eagles literally went to the playoff or they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I am literally, I, and I, my boy, Josh Allen, literally it was the most crazy intersection of shows because you know how I told you I watched Breakpoint, like yes. the tennis show. One of the girls on there, the female tennis players, who's like extremely She's on like- the team. No! <laughs> She's also the NFL. No, her dad owns the Buffalo Bill team. Wow. So literally there was like show, like there's a scene where she's like at one of their practices and Josh Allen, the quarterback, is like walking and talking to her and stuff. I was like, what an intersection of what all my life. interests. Like, True. oh yeah. Just like coming together. Yeah. I literally was like, wow. All right. Should we get into this book or what? Yes. Guys, this book is called Year of Yes, How to Dance It Out, Stand in the Sun, and Be Your Own Person. And this is by Shonda Rhimes. This woman. It's done it all. She, literally, she has done it all. Okay, so this book Wait, was published. I have a question. Okay, though. yeah, go. Did she do all this stuff before she wrote this book? Or did she do all this stuff after she Before, said, because, yes. so 2015 was when she published this oh, book. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so she did this after. So she, like, established herself as titan of the industry, 
queen of television, most successful, important woman ever. And then she decided to write a book. So this woman honestly is one of the most impressive ladies I've learned about in a very long time. So she currently is 54 years old. She was born in Chicago, Illinois, and was the youngest of six kids. So she graduated Dartmouth in 91, and then she went and attended a film school in the University of Southern California. She has three daughters. Okay. Did you know that she wrote the screenplay for, this is like one of her first notable things, Princess Diaries 2. Now? Yeah. Why? I love Princess she Diaries. Did that. I oh, love Princess Diaries. She did that. She no did way. that. Yes. So literally, that was one of her first things she did. She created Grey's Anatomy. That one kills me. Scandal. Private Practice. Did you ever watch that? Okay. So Private Practice apparently was like a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy, and it ran for like the 100 episode mark. So she was one of the first women that had like shows, so many shows that went past 100 marks, so which was Grey's Anatomy, the, the triple, the, the trio, the top the trio three. Um, literally Grey's Anatomy scandal, private practice, all did that. So she created that. Are you a Grey's Anatomy girly? Yes. I love that show. The, the plane crash... Don't. Was like I went no, through a plane it, crash. It, I was. I remember. I was sitting there pregnant with oh. Malachi. I was pregnant with Malachi in the room watching it, and I bawled to the point where I thought, like, does that happen to me? Oh, I literally was like, oh, so I, so I just went in a plane crash, yeah, and my oh. family did too. Literally. Oh my gosh, that scene. So she, she created that. This is a woman whose mind created that. She. This is my favorite piece of information. I don't know if you saw this part. <laughs> She's the executive producer of How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Which I love that show too. Bridgerton. I saw that and I was like, I wonder if Sadie knows that. Like she's just hitting everything. I loved so Bridgerton because honestly, you guys know I love a period piece. You know I love the costumes, the drama, the everything. And it was perfect. And she made it. And she made it. She was the executive producer. So she was even more involved in like the scenes and the cuts, like mm-hmm. all of that versus just the writing of it. You know what's so crazy though? Mm. I had no idea who this woman was until today. <gasps> I knew that would get you. I had <laughs> no clue. You didn't hear the name Shonda Rhimes and know who she was? No. Ma'am. I told you. You should be ashamed. How many episodes of Grace have you watched where literally All says, of them. Shonda Rhimes, Shonda Rhimes, every single time? I didn't know who they like. I, that <laughs> is shocking to me. That is insane. Also, this is my another thing that blew my mind. And I was like, this woman has done everything. She scripted the limited series Inventing Anna. I never saw Inventing Anna. I heard it's all literally, about it's it, the popular. It's like the um, show based on the popular New York ar- article magazine about the fake German heiress, Anna Delve. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? Anna Delve. Anna Delve. Anna Delve. She had the weirdest Delve. accent. It would be like, be like, why are the money? Send me the money. You need to just send the money. <laughs> literally. That is so ugly. Joel and I talked in that voice for so long. <laughs> Like, we would always be like, Jess, why are the money? Like, why are you doing? I'm Anna Dalve. Like, guys, if you've watched that show, you know it. I cannot believe she scripted that. She's, I don't, I can't believe she's done all of this. She's incredible. How does she have the time? Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. She doesn't. (laughs) Okay, so do you want to read a little bit of the, do you have the book description? I do have the book description. Okay, so give us a little overview of what this book is about. Yes, coming straight from the back of the book. It says, She's the creator and producer of some of the most groundbreaking and audacious shows on television today. 
Her iconic characters live boldly and speak their minds. So who would suspect that Shonda Rhimes is an introvert? That she hired a publicist so she could avoid public appearances? That she suffered panic attacks before media interviews? With three children at home and three hit television shows, it was easy for Shonda to say she was simply too busy. But in truth, she was also afraid. And then over Thanksgiving dinner, her sister muttered something that was both a wake up and a call to arms. You never say yes to anything. Shauna knew she had to embrace the challenge. For one year, she would say yes to everything that scared her. This intimate and hilarious memoir explores Shonda's life before her year of yes from her nerdy, book-loving childhood to her devotion to creation Creating television characters who reflected the world she saw around her. The book chronicles her life after her year of yes had begun when Shonda forced herself out of the house and onto the stage when she learned to explore, empower, applaud, and love her truest self. Yes. Honest, raw, and revelatory. We could cut that out. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The clap cracks me up so much. Yes. That was it. Wow. Honestly, it's such a good book. I feel like the idea of it, I mean, obviously we have not read it. The idea of it is good of like, okay, this woman who is arguably one of the most, I mean, I was going to say famous, but you didn't know her. I did not know her, but honestly, she's just powerful. She is, yes, yes. She is like extremely, excuse me, smart, powerful, (laughs) like just amazing woman. Like I was like, oh my gosh, she's probably on my list now of like, you know, how you have a dinner party. If you could pick anybody, like who would you have there? Really? Honestly, I would love to pick her brain because I'm like, she just seems like, how does she think of all these things? How does she work? What does her days look like? How does she multitask in such an efficient way? Because she, one of the things that I learned from her TED talk in 2016, which we can get into that is she was responsible for... She had three shows in production at a time, sometimes four. So literally, first off, how do you even handle that? How do you juggle that of like three shows that you are working on in various capacities, whether you're a screenwriter, whether you're the product, uh, producer, whether you're just a writer. And then so she was responsible for 70 hours of US television a week. That is crazy. So like shows that you would watch during the week, 70 hours of those shows was her. Yep her work and she basically was responsible so in a season like a fall winter spring whatever in a season of television she brought in 350 million dollars it's absolutely her crazy. work yep yep and i know in in this ted talk guys i never heard of this woman but at the second she starts speaking i don't know what it is it's captivating yeah like i was literally like sitting there like i was writing down everything she was saying and i don't really know if she taught me anything Really? Besides just like, girl, say yes. Yeah. Other than that, I was just like, everything she was saying, I was just like, it just like felt powerful. She's a storyteller. She's a storyteller and she's a good one. Oh, yeah. But it also just blows my mind how, um, because we asked like, how does she do it? And then one thing that she said in there is that her daughter got really good at saying like, oh, my mommy won't be there, but you can text my nanny. Yeah. I don't know how she like, I know she said she loves work it gave her the hum that we'll talk about um but for me I think that'd be really hard I think you would have to literally love it so much and also be committed to this idea of like the future and the life that you're giving your kids like but I don't think she's doing it necessarily for that because she already has how much money did you tell me she's like yeah the net worth of 250 million dollars 250 million which I feel like it's probably more now but yeah 
that's that's psychotic. That was as of I mean, and I think also too that is like such a very like it's like a cultural idea to want more money, to work for more money, to um, try to figure out how your money can work for you to make more money. It yeah. is like this cultural thing, sure. and so sometimes no, it is good to push back on that and be like, no, that's not what life is about. That's not. But I do think that her love of work is what makes her feel not guilty when her daughter says, oh yeah, my mom won't be there. You can text my nanny. Because she's like, look at this life I'm giving you. Look at the example of a woman I'm setting before you. Like, look at, like I'm using my giftings. I'm using my talents. But I will say, I mean, she is also a self-proclaimed workaholic. Like she says like, no, I I love work. And so I feel like unless I was doing like my absolute dream job, even then I'd still would, I don't know how you get over that internal wrestle of feeling guilty of being like, I want, because especially like having a kid, you know how fast their life goes and then they don't need you anymore. To me, I'm like, okay, after that, that's when I'll go, you know, and I'll just, I could throw my life at uh, or throw myself at my work kind of thing. Um, But I feel like it is so important, like how you're raised it. And I think that is a big, you know, a big aspect of probably her kids. That's all they've ever known though. Yeah. So. But I think for me, it's always just like, because I'm not a child star, so I don't know if they could love it, you know. But I hear a lot of people who are like child stars or their parents are growing up in the industry. And the one thing they really want is to just have their parents there or yeah. just, you know, to be a child. And so it's like it is it's such a crazy uh, balance. And how do you balance? And she goes on to say that she didn't really balance it that well. No. But I think it's really cool that she talks about how much she loves her kids, especially in the TED Talk of like. And, and the one thing that got me, she says she spends 15 minutes a day. I think she probably spends more than that, but she was making it seem like just 15 minutes a day. Well, so I guess the way I took that was basically she is in this TED Talk. She's explaining about her year of yes. And it's basically, like you said in the description, her sister was like, you never say yes to anything. Like you always say no. Presumably, I'm guessing because she's so busy. She's like, no, I can't go to that event. No, I can't do that. No, I can't. It's funny too because I'm like, she must say yes to everything to be making 70 hours of TV ever. What more is she supposed to be saying yes to? I'm sure she says yes to all of her work. I'm sure she says no to all of like, hey, can the you come to my party? Stuff, hey, can yes. you do this? Hey, can you pick up my kid from school? No, 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 no. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And so her, so in this TED Talk, she's talking about how she's so obsessed with work and she loves work and it gives her this hum, which is just like, for her, it is like a description of the thing that gives her the most joy, the passion, like what makes her world so enjoyable to live in and live for is this hum. Yeah. And so she was saying how she used to experience that through work. Another word you say like a high, I yeah. feel like. is what I was like, she's about- She's, she's like talking about like a runner's high. Like a, yeah, dopamine hit. Yes, yeah. yes. And so she was talking about how all of a sudden one day that stopped. She was so burnt out, so overworked because obviously she's working all the time. And how then that leads to the 15 minutes with her kids was that her daughter would say, mom, can we, mom, can you play with me? And she, that was part of her year of yes, but she would never say no to her kids. She's like, I made a commitment that she will always say yes when her kids ask her to play. And and then she was saying now, it usually is only for 15 minutes because yeah. then they're bored. They're like, all right, I'm going to go do something else. But she's like, it totally shifted her mindset of when her kids said like, mom, can you play? She was like, I don't know how to play. Like, I yeah. don't know what that even means. Like, I feel dumb as an adult, like playing with a doll and making it say words or like going outside and running for bubble. Like, and then she started realizing, oh my gosh, like that is the key. Like this joy, this childness, like this freedom mm-hmm. is what brought back 
her excitement for life again because then it, she started getting ideas. She would be playing with her kids yeah. and it's just, it brought back that hum that we were talking about. And so I think the 15 minutes was more of like, it only takes 15 minutes. Like it, if you stop and slow down enough, like you can give yourself 15 minutes in your day, even as like one of the busiest women yeah. in the world, it feels like. Yeah. And she found a way to do that. I actually found it so interesting when she said that <clears throat> it started off with her just saying she's decided to say yes one day, even though she had somewhere to be. And I was like, I wonder what was going on in her mind as someone that claims like she is a workaholic and she's just ready to go. She's like, no, text the nanny. I got to go. What, what happened on that day where she's just like, okay, like I'm going to say yes today. Yeah. You know? And so also the part that she said something about, cause she said that she was, she said that she was overworked um, and the hum stopped and she was overused. And then she, she asked, she's like, what do you do if the thing you love starts to taste like dust? Oh, I was like, no, I don't know, but it probably doesn't feel very good. Like, I was like, I was, it just like made you like, cause she was so good in her TED talk with being like, I know you guys must have so much pity for me. Like, I have all this money. Like, you know, she was like yeah. joking too. Yeah. And she's like, but she also made it so relatable of like, but everyone can relate to the fact of like, what if what you loved, you no longer loved anymore? And it, it wasn't giving you what it had always given you. And I was just, she's like, no matter what that is. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's like, I feel like that's just a really hard place to be, especially for someone who the world, not only your kids, is like counting on Mm -hmm. because you're so wrapped up in all these things, television and things like that. Yeah. It's like you don't get to just be like, okay, I'm not going to work, you know? Yeah. I think that would be a terrifying feeling. I mean, I think that's a lot of people when their identity and their purpose and who they are is wrapped in what they do. Mm -hmm. It's a very dangerous place to be because exactly that. Like what if you broke an arm, broke a leg, you just couldn't do your job. You couldn't go do the thing. That's why athletes, I think, have such crisis of like life states when they get injured or they're prematurely done before they wanted to be. They go into a absolute like, what am I doing with my life? Because that is all they they have known. And so, yeah, for her, I can't even imagine. But she did. She found a way through that. And that was the hum. And that was her 15 minutes. So it's pretty interesting. I mean, I think some of her I, some of the points I like was that she was talking about how she was saying yes to all the things that made her scared or nervous. And I was like wondering, have you ever done that? Is there a time that you thought about that? Is there something you want to say yes to this year that you're scared about? I, I thought of one thing, but I'm curious for you. Um, I don't know if there's like, I feel like I'm already a yes person. Of in the, just in the way of people like you want to do this, I'm like, sure, let's go. Like, I'm down. To, I'm unless it's like I don't. I won't fly out of. I won't fall out of plane. <gasps> you want to do a little a little skydiving okay, no. action? No, because it's like the Lord will take me when the time is ready. <laughs> but with my luck, that would be the time. Okay. So- <laughs> I was just about to hit you with that stat of like more people in a car accident versus a plane jump. Like, yeah. but you're like, but with no. my luck, I would be the one percent. <laughs> the one percent. So no, I mean, I have um. This year, I really want to um, kind of simplify my life more in the way of just, like, not being so plugged into the world oh, okay. of, like, with social media, things like that. Like, I said last podcast that, like, I, you know, unplugged made a myself. Phone. I made a dumb phone on my smartphone, but you didn't think you could do that. You can. <laughs> um, but it's honestly has been a little scary because it made me realize how much of my time was wasted. Gotcha. You know, but then on top of that, I'm just, like, now trying to figure out well, what do you do with that time? Yeah. 
you yeah. know, try new hobbies. I'm crocheting. She's crocheting. You better wait for your gift. I want to make bread. I want to make bread, guys. You can make bread. That's one of my easy peasy. Goal. I haven't started yet, but I'll send you a little recipe. Oh yes, it's uh, so easy. Yeah, Bean bread. You can make literally like uh, it can. It will look like artesian, gorgeous. Oh, amen. Yeah, you just have to have like a pot that you can put in the oven, like a Dutch oven or something like that. Cute. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what are you what are you wanting to do? Well, I don't know about this year. Actually, when I was like reflecting over this year, it's like the first time in my like past, honestly, since I like graduated high school that I, I think there wasn't something major happening this year. Like there's always been, okay, either um like our wedding or like grad school for Joel or school for me or a new job or like literally always or I got pregnant or every year there's been just something very big or we moved like and I honestly think this is the first year I've looked ahead and been like oh my gosh I think this is more of a blank year I don't I've never had that like ever I can't remember I mean I literally think it's been almost 10 years since I've had that so it's it's exciting, honestly. To I think this is a year a lot though more of like quiet, like growth for me and like character things, goals, like smaller goals that I've been wanting to do. Um, yeah, I think it's just m- being much more focused on where I'm at. Like we're at a new like church, and so focusing on being a part of that community, investing in that community. Like I because literally we had tests, and so I haven't been able to really get involved at all. And so just thinking about okay, how do I want to be active in the spaces that I'm put in. I think that's one. But um, I remember yeah, different times of like actively saying yes to things that were put in front of me that scared me so much. Mm-hmm. And it's given me so much confidence. That's what I think I love from her TED Talk. And I think that's great from this book and something to take away maybe from this podcast is like the thing that scares you more often than not when you say yes to it you grow so much yes. in your capacity for what you can handle and even just your self-confidence of like, I don't know about you, but going through birth, I literally was like, I can handle anything. Hey, I literally was like, I had it. I like ended up having an emergency C-section and it was absolutely terrifying. It was like the craziest like four days of my life. And so healing from that, everything was so wild. And I literally was like, I can do Anything. Like I literally have gone through the craziest thing. And so I think even just saying yes to things, smaller scale things that still make you nervous or terrify you or like public speaking, whatever it is, I feel like it is such a good exercise even to do in a small way of like maybe just today, I'm going to say yes to things or just this week or like whatever gives you that like butterflies in your stomach. I don't know. Try it out. Uh, I love that you said that like this year is going to be a a quiet year of growth because that's like what I'm trying to do there is like is be um just because I feel like since I am like so young and um, I'm only 23, but then I had kids young and I think I've had to grow up quicker in some ways than other people. But then at the same time, there's a lot of things that I feel like I'm there's still childish things in mm-hmm. me as well. Yeah, that like I just don't want to be there sure. anymore, you know. And so I was just like, I was just like, I just need to like. Kind of like, it's so funny how you're saying that you, like, this is the first year where nothing big is happening. Yeah. Because, like, Hunter and I, same thing. We moved here. We had kids. And we had another kid. Then, like, I got this new job. And it's like, this year's the first time where it's like, I only have one job. And I'm just staying here for, like, who knows how many years. It's mm-hmm. just going to be the same old, same old. Yeah. And that does scare me. Yeah. It does scare me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I have to actually stick here and do something with what I'm doing. There's not, like, a yeah. another way out, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's. Being still, I guess that scares me, being Mm -hmm. still, yeah. Yeah, so that's like maybe what you're saying yes to this year. Yeah, it's to kind of be still. Yeah. 
Wow. Uh, we'll see. You're going to do, do great. She's like literally cuts to two more months. She's like, okay, guys, so we're moving to this place. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just thought, yeah, I just thought um, she's it's a fascinating woman. Yeah. Fascinating woman. I actually, it made me want to read this book where I literally, um, for Christmas, my sister-in-law, she got me like this little journal for um, every book that you read, you write down like how you like it. Like My brother-in-law like got that. me one. I <laughs> love that. Anyways, I literally like it has a little spot in there. It's like books that you want to read. Oh, fun. First one I wrote in there. I was like, the yeah. year of yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why. I just like it. She just speaks in such a compelling way that I'm intrigued to see how how she writes since I've yeah. never really read anything she's written. Yeah. But I guess I've seen. I mean, if she, I think she is just an, a fascinating person, like you're saying. Like, I just would love to literally, I'm like, can I just look at your calendar? Like, yeah. if your schedule, I would just love to take a little peek. I think it would hurt my head. Probably. But honestly, if it was like editing, if it was a book literature world for me, I think I would probably feel the same way. So I'm like, I get that, but I don't have that luxury right now. So no, I'm like, like literally, I was like, cut to me when I'm like 40 and yeah. I will be her. Honestly, that does make me so inspired though when I see people. I'm like, she's literally 54 and she has literally half, the next half of her life. And yeah. she's very success, successful already. And I'm literally like, okay. Like sometimes I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to be successful or to do everything now. And it's like, you got to work for it. You got to just put your head down and put in the work. Like literally do the push-ups, do the training, like whatever that is, like focus on you now. And you you know, at 54, you can be Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, you can be Shonda Rhimes. Also, they um in one of the videos that I watched kind of about this book, one thing that they said that you'll like kind of learn is to stop trying to be like a, someone that you idolize and just to be yourself. And oh, good. weirdly enough, this reminded me of one of my students, well, they used to be my students, other church I used to go to, um, but he, like, has his mindset on being, like, a content creator. And everyone would just kind of, like, poke fun at him and be like, okay, like, you know, like, his buddies or whatever. I think even, like, older people were like, okay, you're doing the YouTube thing. It's a little cringy, but you're doing it, you know. But recently, like, on Instagram, he's just been inspiring me because he's, like, playing basketball with, like, pro people that, like, how is he doing it? I don't know. But, like, he's, like, he's really actually, like, getting up there. And I was just, like, wow, that's the kind of the mindset, like, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about you. 100%. Because they, you're going to keep, while they're making fun of you, you're just making moves, you yeah. know? And next thing you know, you're where other people want to be, mm-hmm. you know? And so, for her, it's, like, it seems like she just did not give a crap about what anybody thought of her. And she's, like, I'm going to say yes, I'm going to do it. And she did. Yeah. It's just, it blows my mind. I don't know. Who knows who we'll be? be in 2025 people which is crazy to say oh, it could be like that sounds so strange i think i remember joking about the year like 20 uh 2030 as like this when i was younger about like this like random like crazy yeah. year and now i'm like it's <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> around the corner oh my God, we're gonna live it. <laughs> it's like wait that was a fake year oh my gosh that yeah. wasn't real Oh, this is I thought this was great because yeah. also I've been loving the books that we've been reading so far in January. Everything it's just given like go get it. Yes. This is your year. Yes. And honestly, I'm like, this is my year. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like genuinely getting excited right now. Because I'm just like, I don't know who I'll be by the end of this year, but I'm 
good like i just feel it i feel it she's gonna be different that makes me so happy for you that's the point of why i picked all these books it's I'm so like, it's just like a, it's really exciting to think about a new year that way i think you can get the the new year's blues or you can get down mm-hmm. your dumps which i have been a little bit not gonna lie there has been some dumping okay but this year is also on the uptrend like yeah. we're gonna it's it is exciting to start the year off with a good mentality and i feel like that's why we pick these books yes. yeah and guys this is the perfect year if you're not listening to a podcast you listen to this yeah honestly if you are on the stair stepper right now you know who you are you listen to this when you do your working out send this to one person or all of you guys just send this to one person that you think would be inspired want some encouragement just want something that's gonna like lift them up make them excited for the new year like mar over here who's basically to change your life apparently (laughs) i'm changing everything no, don't, Not don't really tell her <laughs> She says just crocheting, okay? Just, just crocheting. I'll be crocheting houses by the end of this year. Oh, my girl. gosh. No, but I just, I, yeah, I thought this was a great book. Um, would you recommend it to anybody? Ooh. I, well, obviously we haven't, we didn't read it. Yes. So I'm curious as far as like, is this more story-based? Mm. It is that she did describe it as a memoir. So yeah. is it story-based? Is it life lessons? Like if there's behind the scenes peaks at like how she made her shows, I'd be very curious about that. I think anybody that's interested in like this context, I mean, I think a lot of what she talked about too was like social anxiety and stresses as far as before saying your yes, like she would always be the one up against the wall, like a party. She would be the last one to say yes for an interview. Like she just really didn't like that. And so I do think like this book would be one that I would maybe suggest for someone who is just needing that last like shove or encouragement. Because I think sometimes like your friends can tell you everything you need to hear. Your family can tell you, but sometimes you need to hear it from someone else. Like the... like the right time, the right person, the right way something hits you, it'll just click. And so maybe this book would be that for somebody. Yeah. What about you? This would be it for me. Oh! I'm going to read this book. <laughs> Honestly, no. get back to us after you read it. Honestly, yeah. My, um, I, <clears throat> it just like, it was crazy because a lot of times when you read books, I'll look at like the reviews or the stars and like this one has five stars. Oh, really? Yes. And so on I was what? like, uh, on the Apple, like on Apple. Oh, yeah. okay. And it has like tons of reviews and stuff like that. And that alone, I was like, oh, I'm telling everybody about this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, it, I just, I don't know what it is. And you know what's crazy? Even just sitting here, I still have no idea who this woman is. Like, I, I know like she's done crazy things. Right. But it's just like, I just didn't know her. It literally is just on how she spoke alone. It's like God gave her the voice of change. Ma'am, mm-hmm. want to be a pastor? Yeah. She can, she can change. Like, she shook me. I was like, I don't even know this woman. She's shaking me. Yeah, she's powerful. She's a powerful woman. All right. So if you guys want to be inspired, just go YouTube. Um, I think it was 20... Wait, what year? 2014? 2016. 2016, the was TED Talk. Was a TED Talk, talk yes. by Shauna Rhimes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it'll give you the chills. So good. It's really incredible. But hey, guys, if you want to say yes to something this year, come on, give us a yes on a following us on podcast. You are forever and always a plug, girl. I love you. I, well, yeah, we you need committed. to. We need to be. Follow us on Spotify and Instagram yes. at The Novelty Podcast. Yeah, and we will see you guys next week for another great January-esque book. I think this one will be, this is a good one. It's going to be a little bit more um, hands-on, if you will. Mm. It'll you'll have something to do yes. after or Which, or this is while right up my alley. You, yeah, I love this. You love you're gonna love this book. But it's something you can do. You can put this podcast on specifically while you're you know working on some sprucing up, and we'll just leave it at that. 
But we will see you guys next week for another episode of your favorite podcast from your favorite girls. Bye.